Most Christians are familiar with the imagery and implications of the Heavenly Father, God, getting a bride for His Son, the Lord Jesus. But what of the Holy Spirit? The Bible tells us that God is a spirit, and no man has seen God at any time. And yet, the Holy Spirit is symbolized throughout Scripture in many ways. In this study, Seeing the Spirit in the Scriptures, we will discover pictures of the invisible God. Let's join Evangelist Scott Pauley now and get better acquainted with the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Clouds are amazing things. Recently, I was flying with a friend in a small plane, and he was pointing out to me different types of clouds and cloud formations and what they meant. They're, they're amazing. And even to stand here on the earth and just look up and observe the clouds as they pass by. You know, in Scripture, clouds are very often symbolic. And one of the great symbols of the Spirit is a cloud. I'm going to show you that today from both history and prophecy. We're going to use one of the great Bible study uh, interpretation methods. We're going to compare Scripture with Scripture. So you'll have to have the book of Exodus in one hand and the book of Isaiah in the other hand to see today this beautiful symbol of the Holy Spirit in Scripture. He is God's glory cloud. Let's begin in Exodus chapter number 13, verse number 21 and 22. Uh, this is where really it all began for Israel. The Bible says, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way. And by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. So we know that God initially gave this cloud to give them direction. That's the first great work of the cloud it's the first great work of the Spirit. He is the Spirit of, of wisdom. He is the Spirit of truth. He is the Spirit that gives direction. He guides us. Uh, the Lord has always wanted to lead His people. And so in His, in his directing work, He gives light. Uh, light by night, uh, the cloud by day. So uh, whether it was light outside or dark outside, regardless of the circumstances, God was leading them. Then if you turn a page and come to Exodus chapter 14, verses 19 and 20, you find that the cloud was not only direction, the cloud was also protection. So as surely as he gives light, uh, he also separates his people. He, he guides and he guards. Now listen to Exodus 14, verses 19 and 20. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them, and the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them, and it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these, so that the one came not near the other all the night. So uh, this cloud not only led, it also came behind them and separated them from the enemy. I love the picture here of the Lord before us and the Lord behind us. God guiding, God guarding. All right, who does that in our life? The Holy Spirit does that. Uh, he, he meets every need. He goes before us, and he also brings up the rear to protect us. And then come to the end of the book of Exodus, to Exodus chapter 40, and you'll see that this work of the cloud was not only direction and protection, it was also revelation. 
Listen to Exodus 40, beginning in verse number 34. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in all their journeys. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they journeyed not till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was upon the tabernacle by day, and fire was on it by night in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. So the cloud not only gave direction and protection, it also gave revelation because the cloud was the Shekinah glory cloud of God that rested on the tabernacle. It rested on the tent of meeting. So the Holy Spirit uh, working here to guide them, to guard them, and to glorify God among them. Now, we know the story of the cloud as it relates to Israel. And someone may say, well, that's great. That's history. Oh, no, my friend. Come with me now, please, to the book of Isaiah. Because in this book of prophecy, uh, the Lord reveals to us that that cloud was not just any cloud. That cloud was the Holy Spirit of God. Listen to Isaiah 63, beginning in verse number 10. The Bible says, But they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. Therefore he was turned to be their enemy, and he fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, Moses and his people, saying, Where is he that brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he that put his Holy Spirit within him, that led them by the right hand of Moses with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them, to make himself an everlasting name that led them through the deep as an horse in the wilderness that they should not stumble. As a beast goeth down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord caused him to rest. So didst thou lead thy people to make thyself a glorious name. Do you see here, Exodus tells us it was a cloud. But remember, that cloud was a mystery to the children of Israel. Where did it come from? How did it get here? Uh, what is it made of? Isaiah answers that question with a progressive revelation of the Word of God. That cloud was simply the visible representation of the work of the Holy Spirit of God among them. The Holy Spirit of God was with his people. Uh, this totally does away with the idea that the Holy Spirit didn't come about until the New Testament. Friend, the Spirit of God is the everlasting Spirit. He is the eternal Spirit. And I would say to you that what the Holy Spirit of God was doing for his people in the book of Exodus is what the Holy Spirit of God wants to do for his people today. Now, what is that? Same three things. Do you see the parallels in Isaiah 63 uh, to what we've read first in the book of Exodus? Uh, first, the Holy Spirit of God gives direction. Notice the Bible says he led them. The Holy Spirit of God wants to lead you today. Uh, stop trying to chart your own course. Stop trying to make your own way. The Lord's not looking for planners. The Lord's looking for followers. Be a good follower today. Say to the Holy Spirit, lead on. Spirit of God, show me the right way. Show me God's way. Give me light. Guide me, and I will take the next step. Then the Holy Spirit not only wants to give you direction, he wants to give you protection. He wants to guard your life, to keep you from the wicked one, to keep you from the world system, to keep you from your own foolishness, <laughs> your own way. Let the Holy Spirit of God keep you near to the Lord today walking in the presence of Almighty God. Uh, we don't first separate ourselves. He does his separating work in us. 
we can't make ourselves holy. The Holy Spirit of God begins to form God's holiness in us as we cooperate with him. And then the Holy Spirit of God not only wants to give you direction and protection today, he wants to give you divine revelation. And what does that mean? It means he wants you to see God, uh, to, to enjoy the Lord's presence. In the words of Isaiah 63, to rest in the Lord, uh, to, to fellowship with him. The Holy Spirit of God is given not just so you will know, not just so you will do, not just so you will go. The Holy Spirit of God is given so you can be with the Lord and recognize that the Lord is with you. The Holy Spirit of God is God's glory cloud. And as surely as it rested on that temporary dwelling place, that tabernacle in the Old Testament, and now the Lord has made us his temple, has tabernacled with us, and the Holy Spirit of God rests upon his children. Uh, let the Holy Spirit uh, give you guidance, guard you today, glorify God in you. Uh, let God's glory cloud define your life. Yield yourself to the work of the Holy Spirit. May the power of God's Holy Spirit reside on us as we follow the Lord with our lives. For additional resources about the Holy Spirit, visit enjoyingthejourney.org and click on the search icon. On just the subject of the Holy Spirit, you will find dozens of links to podcasts or sermons in which Scott teaches on the Holy Spirit. Also, if you would like to hear more of Scott's Bible studies and full-length sermons, be sure to visit his YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.